Genesis chapter 41, verses 38 to 44. Then Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this, in whom who is the divine spirit? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has, in, has informed you of all this, there's no one so discerning and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and according to your command, all my people shall do homage. Only in the throne I will be greater than you. Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand, and clothed him in garments of fine linen, and put the gold necklace around his neck. He had him ride in his second chariot, and they proclaimed before him, Bow the knee, and he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, Though I am Pharaoh, yet without your permission, no one shall raise his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. Gandang gabi po sa inyong lahat. Tayo po ay uh, nagpapatuloy. We are actually almost done with our study. In uh, actually, it's it's a it's a study on leadership, and we are doing character studies po ngayon. At uh, we'll have this Sunday and next Sunday to learn from Joseph, and after which we will have another new book series. And I'm excited with this. Uh, we will continue with our series in the study of the Word. And uh, I believe we will tackle uh, Exodus. So today, we'll, we'll, we'll study Joseph and next Sunday. And then after that, we will proceed with the book series on Exodus. And bago po tayo magpatuloy, let me share with you this principle that I have learned throughout my life. It says here, every day and in every situation, araw-araw daw po at kahit anong sitwasyon, we are being prepared by God. God is preparing us on a day-to-day -day basis, on a situation basis, on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. He is preparing you and me. He is preparing each and every one of us for what? To do something great. So that His power, God's power, and His glory will be revealed. Ibig sabihin po, kung nagising kayo today, it's part of God's preparation to you. Kung buhay pa kayo ngayong araw na to, at kung buhay pa tayo tomorrow as we would sleep tonight and wake up again tomorrow, it's another day that God is preparing us to do something great. And then if we have done something great already and we have uh, revealed God's purpose and God's power and God's glory, it doesn't stop there. God will continue to work in our lives. God will continue to prepare us to do another task, to do another mission until the day that He is done and our life is done with us here on earth. It means when we die, we are perfect. We have accomplished God's mission. We have accomplished God's work through our lives. Pero kung buhay pa ho tayo hanggang ngayon, God is not yet finished. 
And He's going to continue to prepare us and work in our lives so that we will be able to also continue to do great things for Him, for others. And in the end, those are opportunities that other people will get to know Him more. And His power will be revealed. His glory will be revealed. So tandaan po natin to. Hindi po accident na, na, na buhay tayo today. Hindi po random na, 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 na incidental thing na tayo ay buhay pa ngayon or tomorrow or the next day or the next week or the next month. All of these things are God's preparation to that day that we will do something great. And if we've done something great, God has something for us to again work on, to accomplish so that His glory and His power will be revealed. And that is what we will learn in the life of Joseph. Next slide. Joseph is God's servant. And God, as we will look back in his life, we will see how he prepared him so that not only Israel would be saved, but also humanity. And uh, let's, let's go back to Genesis chapter 41. I have here, uh, the, again, the, the text, the passage that was uh, read for us and led by Brother John. And let's read again uh, all together. Because the text we read is concerning Joseph's defining moment with Pharaoh. So let's look at verses 38 to 44 again. Let's read all together. Verse starting with verse 38. One, two, three, go. Then Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this in whom is a divine spirit? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has informed you of all this, there is no one so discerning and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and according to your command, all my people shall do homage. Only in the throne I will be greater than you. Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put the gold necklace around his neck. He had him ride in his second chariot and they proclaimed before him, Bow the knee! And he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, Though I am Pharaoh, yet without your permission, no one shall raise his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And this text is the defining moment of Joseph. Pharaoh would make Joseph ruler of Egypt. For what? To save Egypt and eventually and ultimately the world. All was part of God's plan. Now, however, bago po, uh, bago tong point na to, bago tong moment na to, God had to bring Joseph, his chosen vessel, through a grueling process. He had Joseph to undergo a difficult life, difficult years. 
Ano ho yun? Balikan natin. Napag-aralan na natin to actually. If you recall, siya po yung paboritong anak ng kanyang tatay. And uh, he was given this uh, garment, this coat as a symbol of that favor upon Joseph. And after that, there was this downward spiral, parang roller coaster. Nainggit sa kanya yung mga kapatid niya because he was the favored son, he was the favorite son. And then he was, pinagtangkaan siyang patayin. But he was actually saved by God through one of his brothers and uh, was instead sold as a slave. And because of that, he was brought to Egypt. And in Egypt, there would be moments of elevation. So he was slave and then he would become the the, the chief of the household of Potiphar because God is with him and because God's hand is upon him. God has a purpose in his life. And he would use these moments of seemingly difficult situations so that Joseph will be ready for this defining moment. And then... Uh, he would be tempted by the wife of Potiphar and he would be framed and would be blackmailed and would be accused of rape. No, na hindi naman niya uh, gusto talaga. Gusto nga niya tumakas at uh, siguro out of uh, pahiya, nahiya, no, at uh, rejection, he was accused of rape and so he was brought to the prison cell again. So he would spend time there, perhaps developing his muscles and then developing his patience and then developing his character and then developing his leadership. And then another downward spiral from being chief of the household to being framed for rape and then becoming a prisoner and then eventually being elevated to being favored by the warden of the prison. And then during that time in prison, God would give Joseph a dream. And before that, actually God already revealed this dream to him. That the dream was given to the, the, the butler no, and to the cup bearer that he would be able to interpret. But before he was able to interpret, God gave him a dream when he was a young boy. And in that dream, it was considered and maybe considered prophetic that he will be elevated above his whole family. Kung naalala ninyo yung, yung panaginip niya, uh, yung mga sheath daw ng mga palay na hinarvest ng kanyang kapatid at ng kanyang mga magulang and even the stars would bow down to him. And because of this, his family, his brothers, even his father was not, they were not pleased of the dreams that Joseph shared, probably Joseph made a mistake in sharing the dream, but on the other hand, it is actually part of God's plan. And from this, we can learn that God gives promises. God gives us promises in His Word, and He also gives us personal promises. If I may ask you po tonight, what are the promises from the Word of God, from God Himself, that you have made personal to your life, 
Parang, parang pinersonal mo na although this was given perhaps to the Israelites or perhaps to, to some uh, to a specific person in the Bible, yet you, 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 as if no, you own also this, this promise by God as if it is God's personal promise to you as well. Meron po kayong ganon? Yung iba, they call this as their life verse. And usually, life verses would have uh, God's promises on them. I have a lot on my journal. I have my favorites. Let me share with you at least three of my uh, these personal uh, promises that God has for me and for my life. The first one is found in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 6. Kahapon po, I was invited to uh, dedicate a business dito po sa avenue. And uh, I shared this passage to them. I told them a story one day, yung, yung isang anak ko, yung panganay naming anak. We, we uh, kind of uh, love to travel. So, nagta-travel po kami, Naga, Manila, Manila to somewhere else. So, one of our uh, travels, tinanong nung anak namin, sabi niya, Dad, bakit ang tagal nung biyahe? From Naga to Manila, it would take 8, 9, 10 hours. Now, bakit ang tagal nung biyahe? So, sabi ko sa kanya, as uh, I recall, uh, maraming reasons. One of the reasons, kasi yung daan, hindi siya straight. <laughs> yeah, hindi siya smooth, hindi siya, hindi siya dire-diretso. Meron part na kailangan mong lumiko, may part na zigzag. May and dahil dito, dahil may zigzag, may kailangan lumiko, kaliwa, kanan, kailangan mag-minor, kailangan bumagal, kailangan uh, mag-slow down. And uh, because of this, hindi namin na-attain yung, yung continuous na, na speed no, para mas mabilis makarating sa, sa Manila. And sometimes, madadaanan mo pa yung mga lubak, yung mga ginagawang kalsada na hindi natatapos at uh, lalong tumatagal yung biyahe. No? So siguro lahat tayo, we want a smooth life. You, you, do you want a, a, a smooth life? Yung pagising mo sa umaga, parang sana yung araw ko, suwabe lang, o kaya smooth lang, o kaya uh, straight lang, o kaya sana walang problema, sana maayos. No? Yung business, gusto natin smooth yung flow. Yung trabaho natin, gusto natin smooth lang. No? Yung uh, ating pag-aaral, gusto natin smooth lang. Yung ating family, gusto natin smooth lang. No? Gusto natin ng, ng ganong klaseng buhay, right? God has a promise for that. In Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6, it says, He will make straight your paths. God didn't say na your, your, your life would be pain-free, or kaya your life will be uh, sickness-free, or your life will be problem-free. No, hindi. But sinabi ni God, ang life natin is crooked. Ang, ang life natin is full of uh, twists and turns, but, he can make our life straight. He can make our life smooth. How? Three things. Number one, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It's interesting. It starts with faith. It starts with believing. It starts with trusting the Lord. With what? With all our heart. Naniniwala yung iba na yung heart daw is the seat of emotion. Yes. It's the seat of emotion. So kung medyo depressed ka, malungkot ka, masaya ka, excited ka, yung heart yung nagre-react, di ba? Dug, 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 dug. 
pag kinakabahan ka, natatakot ka, excited ka, no? pag galit ka, no? high blood din yan, susunod dyan yung blood pressure. No? And it's the seat of emotion. But the heart is also the seat of decision making. It's the heart. It's the seat of decision making. It's connected to the brain, by the way. And so if we entrust our decisions, if we entrust our emotions, if we entrust our heart to the Lord, entrusting Him with all our heart. And then, ano daw sabi? Not lean, not leaning, wag sasandal, wag magdidepend no? at uh, sa ating sariling pangunawa on your own understanding. Simply because yung ating understanding is limited. Yung understanding natin bias. Yung understanding natin corrupt, kulang, at hindi siya perfect. That's why if we trust in the Lord with all our heart, in contrast sa leaning on our own understanding, and then third, acknowledge Him. Acknowledge Him in all our ways. That whatever is happening in our lives, whether we perceive it as something good, positive, maganda, okay, or bad, or problema, or difficult situation, God allows these times in our life. And if we acknowledge Him that God is teaching us, God is revealing to us, or in the context of our passage today, tonight, God is preparing us for something. And if we acknowledge that God is preparing us, kahit ganito yung pinagdadaanan natin, kahit mahirap, it's a preparation for us to develop perhaps our character, just like Joseph to develop our patience, to develop our, our understanding, to develop our skills, our, our leadership, our management skills, then He will make straight our paths. Another personal promise that I really, really go into, especially when I'm discouraged, uh, or when, whenever I, uh, I feel down, is Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33 in the context of uh, not worrying, in the context of uh, clothing and, and, uh, and uh, food to eat. No? We, we, may, 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 we may have this as, as concerns of our daily life. No? That's why we're working, we're, we're investing, we're, we're studying, we're doing business. But God says, what? Seek first. Prioritize. No? Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And what will happen? That's the promise. All these things in the context of food, no, comfort, material wealth, shelter, all these things shall be added unto you. So if you are experiencing a difficult moment in your life, just look at the life of Joseph being sold as a slave, uh, staying in the prison for almost 30 years or more. Uh, 
every day, no? But because God is preparing him for something better, for something good, so that his glory and power will be revealed through Joseph, then it will make the burden easier. Now, the third that I'd like to share tonight is very important. The first two, it talks about our life here on earth, having a, a straight path, a straight life, and having these this resources, no, this, this food, these this, this material things. The third one is the most important because it has something to do with salvation. It has something to do with our life in heaven because our life here on earth is but temporary. What is more important is our eternal destiny. And it's found in John 3.16. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, and whoever believes in Him will not perish. That's the promise. Will not perish. Will not experience the pain, the, the eternal pain and suffering in the lake of fire in hell. Imagine that place. But instead, we'll have everlasting life in heaven. Imagine the contrast. Uh, living your entire eternity, your, your life, eternal life in hell versus in heaven. Which one would you want to have the key is faith. Faith in Christ alone. Not in our own good works so that we can boast of it. It's only by God's grace and by His faith. So if you have truly believed in Jesus and that what He has done on the cross is enough for our salvation, for your salvation, and you have repented of your sins, you have turned back your, your, your life from sin, and you are now walking, journeying with God by faith, then you are assured of eternal life. So even if you experience cancer, even if you experience heart failure or kidney failure or depression or 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 Imagine the worst thing that you can experience here on earth. It is nothing compared to a life in heaven. And those are God's promises that we can always hold on to whenever we are in these difficult situations. So take note of God's promises in His Word. That's why it's very important to know His Word. Meditate on His Word and then believe. Believe in God's promise. Now, the second point that I'd like to share with you tonight is that God allowed Joseph to be sold as a slave to Egypt by his brothers. You may question God, Lord, bakit ganun yung pinagdaanan ni Joseph, bakit ganun yung sinapit niya? Even though evil occurred against Joseph, God would allow it. Why? Because Joseph had to be in Egypt. And so that one day, Joseph 
would save the world from a great famine and eventually bring Israel to Egypt. And we know the story. God will use this opportunity so that his family will be able to thrive and live and, and uh, propagate and multiply in Egypt. And later on, they will become a nation. They will become the chosen people of God where Jesus Christ would eventually come. So as an application, expect God to position us where He intends for us to be. God brings us to places sometimes we, we, we never even have dreamed of. Baka kagaya ko kayo, hindi taganaga. I never dreamed of settling down at least for this, at, up, up to this point of our life because uh, obviously we don't know uh, where the Lord would, would ultimately lead us if it is here in Naga until we die, until we, our, our children will, will, will also start their own family, then praise God, so be it. No? But if it is not in a different uh, place, in a different area, region, or country, then it's up to God. But we must expect that God positions us where He intends for us to be. So again, it's not an accident that you are here. It's not an accident that you are in this community, or perhaps in this church. God has a plan and a purpose. Or if you are in a situation where you feel that it's difficult, you know, it's, 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 it's a problem for you, then sometimes, remember this, God allows bad things to happen to us. Why? To fulfill His purpose. He's a sovereign God. And we cannot do anything. There was a time in my life that I tried to run away from God, but there's no sense of running away from Him. Because if I turn to my left, He is there. If I turn to my right, He is there. If I hide under my bed, He is still there. So kahit san lupalok ng daigdig ako magpunta, God is there. And I cannot run away from Him. I can turn to things or people or ways but God is still there. Sometimes God allows bad things to happen to us to fulfill His purpose. I remember uh, there was a time in, in my life and in, in, in the life of uh, my wife, Leigh, and I, uh, in our life, in our marriage life, that we did not even plan to, to come here to Naga. So, lumaki po ako sa Manila. Si, si Lay, lumaki rin siya sa, I mean, doon din siya nag-aral sa Manila. So, we met there in Manila. We, we became boyfriends and girlfriends in Manila. We became husband and wife in Manila. Doon kami kinasal. We, have, we had our first child in Manila until 2008 when God allowed uh, uh, a, 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 
a bad thing to happen in our marriage. Dahil I was pursuing a, a life of comfort, believing that my primary goal and role as a husband and as a father is to provide for my family and uh, add to that my ambition to be a, a well-known surgeon, a, 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 a successful surgeon. I tried my very best to pursue that kind of life and uh, neglecting eventually my role as a husband and my role as a father. And uh, because of that, the Lord allowed me to experience one of the lowest point in, in our life. A point where dahil nga wala na akong time sa family, because I have devoted all my energy, my, my, my time to work, my, my wife lay felt na, oh, uh, parang priority mo na yung work. And so I neglected my, my duties, my, my, my role to her and to our family. And we came to that point, she came to that point where she wanted for our marriage to end. But it was that same moment that God used so that I will learn, so that I will change, so that I will turn my life and surrender my life to Him. And uh, God used those opportunities for us as, a, as husband and wife to learn so much about this, this difficult times so that not knowing in the future we'll be able to help others, we'll be able to counsel others as well, those who are undergoing the same, more or less the same situation like we had, bringing us here in Naga. I remember I was a, a, a shy student. Uh, I would rather sit at the back. I would rather listen than speak. But God allowed me to, to handle a, a small group of students, to lead them, to be able to teach them. And then eventually it grew, and I was given a responsibility to handle a class. And then a bigger class. And then throughout these this times of learning, uh, failing many times, uh, and, and, and forgetting what to say, and, and, and not knowing what to say, God allowed these failures, this, this moment, so that one day, I will be able to speak with confidence, a little confidence, to a bigger crowd, to a bigger class, to a bigger group. God positions us. God places us. God plants us in areas because of a purpose. So the challenge, Lord, why am I here? What's your purpose? Why am I here today? Bakit nandito kami ngayon 
pamilya ko? Bakit dito ako nag-aaral? Bakit dito ako nag-church? Bakit nandito yung business? Bakit nandito yung relatives ko? Bakit ako nandito ngayon? That's the challenge, brother, sister. Knowing God's purpose. Of course, God has, has a, a, a general purpose not to, for Him to be glorified. For us to be able to glorify Him. But there's also a specific purpose. Why you are there. Why you are in that workplace. Why you are in that business. Why you are, you are in that school. Why you are in that community. And if you still don't know why, then come before the Lord. Seek Him. Ask Him. Ask Him to reveal His purpose to you. So even if you, that, that moment, even you are in this, this place and you feel you are, you are being discouraged or, or harmed or, or persecuted or whatever difficult situation you are there, God has a purpose. Maybe He intends for us to develop a character. And the third point, God would prosper Joseph as head of Potiphar's household and later as the head of prison in Egypt. What happened? Joseph remained faithful to God. He was diligent in his work as a slave and then as a chief slave and then as a prisoner and then as a head of the prisoner. And in, in all these in this, this, this situations, he maximized is time. Uh, this year, I was elected as one of the board of trustees of uh, NICC Hospital, Doctors Hospital. Before I was a marketing, I was I was hired uh, to handle the the marketing uh, and also some uh, internal uh, department. So I was asking Lord, why did you put me here? Later on. The HR uh, told me, asked me to conduct a series of team building activities. So in those team building activities, handling uh, the, the most 200 plus employees, you were able to share the gospel to them. And then a uh, few months ago, I was elected as uh, one of the board and in this new work, uh, my, my new task is ano na siya, decision making. So Lord, why, are you, why, why did you bring me here? And so I was attending these meetings and uh, listening to those who are there already. I mean, they have been elected previously. So I was uh, parang new, ano ako, new elected, newly elected. So first term ko in short. Uh, as I listen to them, I take down notes. I... I Hindi pala take down notes. I type, type. Kasi wala, nauso yung ano, no, note taking. No? Uso na yung typing. So I was typing down notes. Uh, I was observing them. I was learning, absorbing so much. How to, how to handle uh, real problems in the hospital. Admin problems. Administrative problems. So the Lord answered my prayer, this is why you are here. 
I want you to learn from this experience. So I'm, I'm maximizing my time there. And recently, I was again asked to continue the team building, this time to the admin staff. And praise God, we're able again to share the gospel to 50 employees. And they're, they're planning to, to run this, uh, uh, this, this uh, team building activity to the rest of the employees. God places us, positions us, plants us in these areas for a purpose. We may need to ask Him, Lord, what's your purpose for me and I believe for others? And uh, the experience for Joseph would be training in faithfulness humility, skills development, and leadership. So as I close, believe that God will shape us through hardships. God shapes us in so many ways, not only through victorious, through happy ways, but also through difficult and hard situations. But God will also be there to bless us. Yes, that's a promise. He will be there to bless us just as what he has done in the life of Joseph. And in the process, he will teach us faithfulness. He will teach us humility. And he will teach us other skills along the way. A while ago, I said that every day, even every situation, is God's preparation. That God is preparing you to do something, next slide, to do something greater, perhaps than what you are doing right now. If you have done something great, praise God. God will continue to use you. God will continue to prepare you to do this time something better than what you have done. I believe that with all my heart. And so what do we do? What do we do in these situations? We learn from these situations. We maximize our time in these situations. As I close with a, with a short story, uh, recently I decided to join. Sumali po ako sa isang prestigious competition, the barista competition. Now, this is uh, a competition for, for barista. <laughs> and in that competition, I was the only fake barista. <laughs> Meaning, hindi po talaga ako barista. Lahat sila, uh, seven of them, are working as a barista in, in a coffee shop in a coffee business industry. Ako po, na, ano lang, nagpapanggap lang ako doon na barista. Uh, I'm a doctor by profession, I'm a teacher, uh, I'm a minister here, but not really a full-time barista. Although I love being a barista, I love making good coffee, I, I know something about, about coffee and all these things, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, 
it was a humbling experience for me. Never in, 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 my, in, my, in my mind that I wanted to win or expected to win. Uh, I just wanted to gain experience. And so I said, Lord, hindi ako sumali dito para manalo or para whatever. No? Just allow me to experience yung competition. Allow me to, to experience humility and, 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 and uh, whatever you want to teach me. But most especially, Lord, teach me skills you know, on, on how to uh, go in and out of, of this competition. And so there's so many things that I've learned personally joining that competition. Uh, yung one of the meaningful na siguro yung, yung pinaka uh, matinding experience na natutunan ko out of that is to really humble myself. Uh, so yung scenario po doon, yung mga kalaban ko because most of them are from Manila the, 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 yung mga nag-host at saka yung nag, na, nagpa, nag-organize, yung organizers ng competition na to, uh, most of them, they knew the barista, the, the, the contestants, except me. Although may isang judge doon, he knew me from one competition I, I joined several years ago sa Legaspi. And uh, yun, that's it. No? So, ibig sabihin, lahat sila magkakakilala, lahat sila doon uh, kilala nila yung bawat isa except for me. And so, I was uh, bunutan yon, So, nabunot ko yung number one. And uh, before the competition itself, merong time to practice. And so, may dalawang station doon for practice. Yung isa, doon yun yung actual na machine na gagamitin. Yung isa, nasa kwarto. So, that's for really for practice. So, initially, I was I was scheduled to practice on the actual machine that will be used. And so, wow, thank you, Lord. Sabi ko, at least, uh, ito yung gagamitin, mapapractice ko siya, uh, more or less, uh, practice ko yung routine ko. But suddenly, they changed the schedule. I was the only one who was brought to the practice room. So in short, lahat ng mga, mga competitors, they were able to practice dun sa actual, except for me. And so, Although it was a similar uh, machine, so nung binapractice ko dito, nung sa actual na, parang iba yung calibration. And so I don't want to be to go into the details and the technicality of it. Let's just me uh, summarize na iba yung, iba yung setup. And then... Uh, uh, during the the ano the parang tawag dito yung orientation we were told na we can we can use this this uh, milk that is that is actually there so we don't need to bring our milk so the milk is used for for the milk beverage uh, for the cappuccino and latte whatever so uh, i was expecting to be able to use that so i did not buy my my own milk and not bring my own milk but during the competition they took that box, yung, yung cooler, nung kung saan yung mga milk na yon out. And so, uh, 
uh, I was about to start my, my routine, my presentation. And then I, I saw someone being instructed, yung runner, pulling out yung box ng cooler nung, nung milk na yon. And so what will I use? So sa isip ko, paano yan? Anong gagamitin ko? So wala akong gagamitin uh, dahil nakadepend ako doon. So uh, I, 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 I was being pressured by, by the judges to start already my, my, my routine. So I was thinking, nag-iisip ako, ano kayang gagawin ko? So I, I said to the, to the head judge, sabi ko, uh, I explained because the head judge was actually a foreigner. She was in Malaysian and most of them are Asian. So I told the judge of the situation. So I asked, why did they pull, uh, took out yung, ano, yung, yung milk na yon? And I will be using that. So eventually, nagka, nagkagulo, nagpunta yung mga organizer, nag-usap-usap doon, sabi, uh, sabi daw sa orientation. So I was saying na, na di ba, sa orientation, you are, uh, we're allowed to use this kind of meal. So we don't need to... So sabi na, no, but you, you should have prepared it immediately. So on and so forth. So technical-wise, I was... Uh, ang tawag doon? Uh, disqualified. So not even... Uh, being allowed to, to do my routine, I was technically disqualified because I, I don't have a milk. So, ibig sabihin, hindi ko matatapos yung routine ko without that. And uh, I, was so, I was so discouraged. And I, I was a little angry at the same time dahil I prepared for, for that competition only to be disqualified. So, but eventually, they asked me to, okay, sige, uh, we can ask you to, to run your routine, but you're technically disqualified. So I still did my routine as a practice for maybe in the future if I would join. But that competition really taught me a lot. It humbled me. But alam nyo po yung result nung nangyari na yun. The head judge, who is the who is a Malaysian, actually contacted me through through Facebook. So, sa pag-usap namin, eventually, sabi niya hinanap niya ako. So we're talking in English, and then he he befriended, she befriended me, and now we're actually communicating on a personal level, sharing my faith to her. She's a Muslim. And uh, we were talking about coffee and, and, and all of these things. And uh, hopefully being able to visit her and uh, she helping me in the future, teaching me more about coffee. So in the process, in short, we became friends. And uh, I developed also some friends in, in, that, in that time of competition, being connected to even to the to the winner, the winner actually for the first time in in Asia, he got into the semifinals for the first time sa Asia. An Asian barista entered sa semifinals, and it's a great feat for Philippine coffee for Philippine barista. And so in the end, I was reflecting. My my wife and I were driving. I was driving from Manila going back to Naga and I was telling her what happened. Uh, of course, there's so many 
things we, we, we talked about and we have learned about. And uh, it's funny because the Lord allows us you know, to experience these things, to teach us something. Brother, sister, I don't know your situation right now. But here's what I know. God is preparing you to do something. Something to reveal His glory and His power. As I end with these two questions that I like to challenge you throughout this week. You want to do something challenging this week. Answer these questions, these two questions. These two questions. What is God preparing me to do to reveal His power and glory? In your, in your situation right now, I don't know what's your specific condition Maybe some of you, I know uh, your work, what you do, you know, where you are right now specifically, but uh, really in your own context, what is the Lord preparing you to do? What is God preparing me to do to reveal His power and glory? It could be tomorrow, it could be next week, it could be next month, it could be next year, I don't know. But what is it? You may... Talk to God. You may ask Him. And then how is the Lord preparing you? How is He preparing you? Maybe the Lord is allowing you to experience a difficult situation. I don't know. Maybe a, a person in your life, the Lord is using that person to develop a character in you. It could be your husband, your wife, your child, your children. It could be your parents. It could be a friend. It could be someone special. And so the Lord is, is using these people, using these situations, using this opportunity in preparing you, perhaps preparing you to become a father one day or a mother one day or a grandfather, grandmother, or a parent one day or a brother, a sister, a leader perhaps, a manager. Maybe a, a bigger business or a bigger responsibility. I don't know. And you seek this from the Lord. How is the Lord preparing you? I'm sure He's preparing you to do something great. Let's bow down our heads. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the model of Joseph. Looking back at his life, it was not a smooth and happy and pain-free and problem-free life. In fact, Lord, he experienced most of his time in a difficult situation. I don't know with my brothers and sisters who are with me here tonight. Maybe some of us, some of them are in a similar situation one thing for sure Lord you allow these things to happen for a reason and for a purpose allow us Lord to understand allow us Lord to know the why and more importantly allow us Lord to develop that faith the trust in you 
We acknowledge, Lord, that apart from you, we cannot do anything. And that it is you who brings us to different places. And one thing's for sure, for us to become a better person, a better father, a better mother, a better child, a son, a daughter, a better student, a better employee, a better employer, a better businessman or businesswoman, a better teacher, a better student. And thank you, Lord, for reminding us that amidst this situation, it is just a preparation for us to do something great, to do something better, not only for ourselves, but for you and for others. And so, Lord, we are thankful indeed that we are reminded that you are a sovereign God and you are a God who prepares his servants. And as we prepare, Lord, for our eternal destiny, do not allow us to leave this earth without sharing the gospel to someone, without influencing others for you, without discipling others, mentoring others, so that they too can do the same to others. So teach us, help us, cause us, encourage us to be able to prepare others as well. Prepare them for their earthly future. Prepare them for their eternal destiny as well. Thank you for giving Jesus Christ as a model of preparation. As Jesus prepared his disciples, as you have prepared him for that ultimate sacrifice that he will do for us, for us to be saved. Likewise, you are preparing us for that day as well. Thank you, Lord, for your message tonight. Allow us not only to understand this and apply this, but teach this to others as well. We pray for the whole week. We ask that you bless each and every one of us so that we can be a blessing as we go out from this place to our family, to our community, to our church. In Jesus' name we all pray. Amen. Amen.